up and running. I, just, <laughs> I think it's burned my tonsils. What's did? With some coffee I brought. I, I, I think I put too much in it because, I mean, not too much <laughs> in it, but like too, it's too watery because it's, it, I don't know, it tastes off. How'd you make it? I made it with my uh, espresso machine. I used, I got like a hundred packs of pods for Christmas and I used the purple one. Is the purple one? I don't know what the purple one is, but I tried the Rome one. Is what color that it one? Brown. <laughs> like I a, love how they all have colors. It's like a grayish brown. Uh, and it has hints of acidity in it. I don't know what from. Um, but it does. Coffee is acidic. I know, but it has specific. <laughs> it said specifically. Just burns on the way down. Hints of acidic, acidic notes. Podcast. My name is Michael Macarola. And my name is Ben Lewis. Damn, I thought I had to tell you to t- say your name. I was worried. But what? it's the new year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. That was too intense. I thought there was only going to be a couple things. I... No, it goes on. It goes that, way longer, too. <laughs> that was a war zone. Holy crap. Um, yeah, today's New Year's Day. It's New Year's Day, everyone. It's probably going to be released on, what, the 4th? Uh. The 3rd? The. Today's the 1st, so. Uh. Monday's the 4th. Uh. So it will be released then, but it's the 1st for us. How was your New Year's, Ben? I spent most of it with you digitally. On Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious because we bubbled up anyway. Yeah. We could have seen each other, but we played Minecraft for New Year's. That was pretty sick. I felt like I was back in, like, 2007. Yeah. I I mean, it was definitely a high school vibe I, with everyone on, I think. I It felt I'm like little... I was playing a game that I haven't touched since I was, like, 10. <laughs> yeah. How are you dealing with all the new stuff? Because I don't know what the latest edition you've played. Everything's kind of fucking crazy new to me, but you know, yeah, it's more or less the same. I'm just like understanding like new, there's like all this different fucking these different materials and blocks and stuff and shit. Yeah. Um, How are you liking it though? Uh, it's it's good. Is it's it, I, I mean I you know has you just it, has it made it a fresh experience or is it just kind of? The I mean, same? for how long it's been since I've played, hell yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's so refreshing because I haven't played that game in fucking forever. Yeah. It's so nice to have a server. I mean, I built my tower in like a day. I basically haven't stopped playing Minecraft and I actually have to be productive now. Yeah. Because I have this like span of time that I've dedicated to like a project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is cutting into my Minecraft time, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... (laughs) Yeah, yesterday was I think the most I'll probably play in a little while since I've got... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta... gotta Are you allowed to talk about your shoot? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. What are you doing? Um, I got a friend, uh, he's got a song coming out. I don't know how much detail I can go into it, so I'm not going to go into much at all, but, uh, he's got a song coming out, uh, and he just wanted to do a little promo video, one or two videos with that, and I'll just be going over there to film that. Nice. Are you, like, the only person filming it, or is it, like, a team? No, I'm the only one filming it, and it's going to be at his buddy's house, who 
I know the guy's name. Like, I know who it is. I've never really met the guy, I don't think. But he also does music, and I think they've worked together on some stuff. But it's going to be at his, like, place with his setup because it's, like, a nice, nice. aesthetically-looking shot. Play. Or at least from, from what I'm told. I really actually don't know what it looks like. So I'm kind of, like, mm-hmm. compiling just a very rough estimate of a shot list, and I'm going to be there for, like, six, seven hours. I, I mean, I have, like, a span of six or seven hours that I can just film whatever and i guess we'll just think on the fly it's not going to be that crazy only like a minute two minute long thing so like yeah i already have a decent shot list of just general stuff okay it's um, in philly yeah it's in philly it's Damn. it's only like an hour and a half really yeah yeah I never, and a half. I never went to philly that much well it's pretty fucking close and yeah. like dep- and especially where he is he's like kind of like close to borderish area like, like it's not like that deep in mm, okay very cool. Um, Mike, do you, uh, I actually, I'm curious, do you, do you believe in uh, New Year's Lucians? Dude, look at this. Look at this. Because I feel quick. like that might be something you do. Look at this real quick. One second. Oh, he's got a notebook. I hope that's satisfying for everyone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Stops rifling through the pages and just shuffles it around. Look at the top one. Look at the top right oh, there. Oh, man. Can I read this? What does it say? says, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> I see, like, four bullet points. Do you mind if I read through these? You can read through them. Okay. Um, better work ethic for personal work. Move out this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. um. Okay, the other, the, other, <laughs> the other two are topic notes. The other uh, two are topics for the podcast. They're not resolutions. Okay, okay. So he's got two res, res, um, revelations. Revelations. Rotations. Assassin's Creed revelations. 12 moon cycles. Um, right. I think those are good. Those are solid. Yeah. I can definitely atone. I, I, I can probably, you know, uh, identify with both of them. Yeah. I Can I see my book back? No. I want it back. There you go. Um, hits the mic. <laughs> proceeds to hit the mic. Uh, also, Minecraft is my is my re- uh, revolution. Is it really? Yes, I'm starting a Minecraft revolution. Ooh, awesome. yeah. Um, yeah, I I want to have a better work ethic for my personal work. I think I have a really good work ethic when I'm working for someone else because mm-hmm. I could just turn my brain off and get whatever I need done. And also, it's like. When it's for yourself, you're like, oh, like, and I can do this whenever. When it's for someone yeah. else, it's like, this is on their time, and it's their Absolutely. thing. So you're kind of <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, I gotta. Yeah. Because I, you know, working in, like, restaurants and stuff, just being, like, a busser, like, if someone tells you, hey, go bus table 12, you know, you just go do it, and then you're done, and then you move on to the next thing. I was going to say, the def- the biggest difference with that is the fact that it's like a very predetermined, this is what you do, and this yes. is only what you do, and if there's anything different involved with that job, they tell you that yeah. this is what you do. Yeah, tables be dirty, that's your requirement, that's what you do for <laughs> six hours. tables be dirty, you be cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if they need help with anything besides the tables being dirty and being cleaned, then they, you go help them. Uh-huh. But yeah, but, but personal work and stuff, my what I want to do is so personal based and like personal work ethic based. Like if you don't have a good work ethic on your own shit, then you're not going to make it. Yeah. So I need to get better at just motivating myself and doing that. Yeah. So I, uh, I came up with an idea to do like a, 
posting, make making something and posting it for five days a week for the entire month of January, just to get the ball rolling, to get my shit going. One post a day or one a week? Five a week. Five a week. So five posts a week. Okay. To have a pretty like. Is it on a set thing or just at any point during that week? Five. Yeah. Um. I I have a pretty good setup so that it doesn't interfere with D and D prep mm-hmm. because D and D prep takes at least like a day. Yeah. So I I have my new weekend is going to be Wednesdays and Thursdays. So like I have Wednesday to prep the session or like to finish prepping the session throughout the week. And then we can play on Thursdays and stuff. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about that. That's like my relaxation day. But uh, so my week starts on Fridays. I'm not a Monday to Friday guy now. So Hmm. that's kind of, that's going to be interesting. My weeks. (laughs) (laughs) You're just pre, you're changing up the weeks now. Yeah. But it, it should be, it should be okay. I mean, I'm living from home. I don't have a job, so it doesn't really matter yeah, too much. Yeah. Um, obviously, this is just for January because I just want to pad my portfolio mm-hmm, yeah, and, and like add stuff to my website and stuff. So it's kind of a, you know. I mean, it's a good way to uh, exercise, you know, having quote unquote due dates and like yeah. having strict schedule with shit like exactly. you know it, it kind of it's a good way to get that done and also uh having it last throughout that, that duration is like uh yeah I, it's nice that there's an end yeah to it and like i want obviously i will continue to do stuff well there's like an after. end but you also leave space for there to be plenty of work to yeah. be shown by the end of it yeah definitely that's like that's a big thing yeah and it's all work through my D campaign setting mm-hmm. like most of the people i'm drawing are npcs from the game okay like, yeah and like places yeah and stuff like so that. it's like very coinciding yeah yeah so like i the thought process behind that is i put so much thought and effort into building the world and stuff might as well just like use it you know for things that besides that instead of trying to come up with like a billion other ideas to- that's the best part about that is yeah. that you don't necessarily have to like i mean you could go from like you know a complete scratch idea and just just do something with that. But you also have this whole other thing mm-hmm. that you have so much attention towards anyway that you might as well just make it part of that and make it almost part of the same thing, but doing two different projects. Yeah. yeah. And it will just help me like flush things out in my D and D prep too, which is funny. And imagery. imagery. I, want, I want that imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Cause I haven't drawn anything from the campaign, mm-hmm. which is so stupid because I'm an illustrator. <laughs> I don't <laughs> illustrate anything. Yeah. But I, I think I needed a break from illustration after my, you know, school. I just didn't. Yeah. I got After every single day of just, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it was nice to, like, totally dive into D&D and stuff. But I need to do something a little bit more productive. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, at the end of the day, you kind of just like, all right, I, I actually need to be doing yeah, this. Yeah. At the end of the day, the campaign... And, like, all the world building I've done is just notes in my sketchbook, essentially. Yeah. And in my head. So this will help, like, actually flush things out a little bit more, which Mm -hmm. will be fun. So that's my main goal for January, at least. And then a little bit into February. Um, And then, I don't know. I don't know where I'll go from there. I have a couple ideas that will take some time. Um, Ones I've, like, talked on the podcast already that I haven't really fleshed out. Yeah. Um, And other things like that. Uh, but yeah, it'll be nice to just like, we were talking about this while we were walking around Princeton recently, mm-hmm. where we were just like, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of too spread thin 
yeah, yeah. I need to like focus on one thing and just kind of like really get good at something. It's um, it's the it's the growing problem of uh this these types of fields where you know you kind of can dip your foot into so many different points, right? Yeah. And like you can do all these different things and it's so open-ended as to what field you can go into with uh mm-hmm. your particular skill set and uh you know, if you are doing that in too broad of a spectrum, then you're not going to be able to hone your skill more directly into one of those things and become even better at it. You're kind of, you get a little, like, as you said, spread too thin and then you Mm -hmm. start having like, okay, I'm a little good at this. I'm a little good at this. I'm a little good at that. Yeah. I feel like a beginner or an intermediate in most things. And then I'm like, kind of like on the verge of being a professional in a couple of other things. Like I have a few fields that I feel pretty confident in, but I, um, you know, I could do like a little bit of painting here and a little bit of illustration here and a little bit of writing and, you know, storytelling and all this other stuff. And uh, I feel like it's really great to have your hand in all those different things. But um, I think it's good to just kind of hone in on one for a while, have a project, burp a bit, expel some gas. Because right now I feel I feel like I'm just kind of like sh- like shivering with how much shit I could be doing, but I'm not doing. Yeah, yeah. And it seems I, like you should be doing so much other stuff, and like, yeah. It, the you know the worst thing I have, and I I know it's bad. I know it's bad, and I just can't help it sometimes. But I'll be looking at like occasionally I'll be seeing like oh like you know an old classmate of mine or you know, other people that are getting into other shit. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, oh, shit, like, they're on film sets. Or, I mean, you know, I'm not talking, like, crazy film sets, but they're, like, doing shit all the time. And it's like, I'm not necessarily doing shit like that all the time, working with some sort of production team and doing all that. I'm doing, you know, what smaller things I can do every once, like, whenever every once in a while. But for sure, don't have any delusions as to me needing to do more and like Hmm. you know like i do a good amount i would say but definitely nowhere near to the point where it's like okay if you want to really make something out of these type like this career like you have to like that's got to be the only thing on your mind 20 like you got to be doing that a lot and you know really practicing your skill set with it because if you're not doing it then it's just gonna leave you (laughs) yeah i think that also comes from like living in it you know like if you have a lot more going on that isn't Mm work-based i don't know it's also kind of healthy to have a balance no i'm not saying it isn't healthy to have a balance i'm saying it's imbalanced right now i'm saying i'm doing far less work on my film stuff and editing that I need to be and I need to be much more immersed in that and working on my skill sets editing as many as much as I can and filming as much as I can getting as many shots because if you aren't doing that then you're not going to get any better at it I agree. and that's where I'm at it's not that I don't have the balance in it's just that it's imbalanced in the other direction and Mm -hmm. I definitely want to keep doing more I think also a big part of that problem for me personally is the fact that I'm not using it to survive off of 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not using these skills as a means of paying bills and surviving off that. It is almost giving the effect that like, okay, like, yes, I, I want to keep working on this and getting this. Cause this is obviously my end goal of having some sort of job within this field, but also I still have bills and other shit I got to pay that I can't like just blow off my my job and, yeah. and shit like that and do all that work. It's hard to take a risk and just kind of cut ties and yeah, go. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm I built my life around like the idea that I could just like kind of cut and run and just kind of go and uh off and just kind of live part time work until I get what I get. But it's it's hard. I mean, I'm I think a big a bonus of like doing what you do professionally is that you are kind of living in it a lot. So you could think about it all the time and it's kind of, you're, it gets you through the, um, the, uh, getting out of bed phase Mm -hmm. of, of starting your own work and stuff. Like if you are dependent on writing a book to survive, you're going to write the book because you have to eat. You have that, and you, you have, have that push. Like yeah. you know, you really have to get this done. But if it's just a hobby, and there's other things you could be doing, and you know, you it's really cozy in bed, or you want to watch Netflix all day, you know, and if that's actually a possibility, then you know you're gonna do it most likely. Mm-hmm. Or at least I will always do it. <laughs> but but I think it's also, um, I mean, I, I don't think we should get rid of like all the fun stuff but it definitely should <laughs> uh we should definitely force her i think in uh, as much as we talked about like balance with that i also have a strong feeling that in the younger years of in like the early moments of a career there is something to be said of having a little bit more drive towards that career versus your relaxation you know like mm. obviously you want that balance but it needs to be more of like a you know, 60, 40 type relationship where you're like, you really have to be pushing mm-hmm. for it. Cause no one's going to just hand shit to you. No one's going to be giving you this sort of stuff. And you hear stories all the time. Everyone who's where they are in their position for the most part has worked f- fucking hard for that. Like, yeah. And you know, a lot of those people do like, you know, yeah, I did have a, I had this job and I was anytime, once I got off this my, my, my part-time job, I went straight to doing this. And then once mm-hmm. I finished that, I went to bed and then woke up and went to work and repeated that every day. And now I'm like here and, you know, it's, it's that sort of like mindset of like, yes, you can, you know, you need that enjoyment in life and everything. But in that early days, you really got to push for what you want to get if you want to be successful with it. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think that's also like my my other New Year's resolution, um, kind of ties into this. We've already like mentioned it, but like, moving out probably will definitely help. Yeah, a lot, you know, and like being dependent on yourself to get things done instead of like it's very nice to be home and have all your meals be you know cooked for you and stuff like that, <laughs> and like live rent free, but it definitely uh, it would be beneficial personally if i left you know makes you stronger yeah i think so and it just makes you want to work because you just need to pay the bills Mm -hmm. i think it it, there's also something to be said about a different feel of it you know i don't it's something that i can't put into words exactly but it's like when you're on your own 
and like you're at whatever apartment or house, whatever you're doing or what your situation is when you're on your own. And like, that's what you need to be pushing for. It's like, you have a very different feel than it is if you were, you know, in your house that you grew up in or in the house that your parents own or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Something about that just is like, okay, like this is me out here right now. Like this is, this is me out and doing what I got to do. Yeah. You're not in like your childhood bed. You know, like playing video games all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Do you have any other New Year's resolutions? I don't really do that. You don't do it? I don't I don't really do it. Uh I personally believe that New Year's resolutions are kind of like a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's like uh, you know, these are things that you should probably be doing your <laughs> your entire time. Like, you know, you should always be working to better yourself or like come up with a new thing. And yeah. I see the point of it as bringing it up for the new year is like, okay, this is, you know, this past year I could do better with I, this. And yeah, it's a moment of reflection for it's, me. Yeah. Yeah. It's less, it's less like starting new goals and uh-huh. stuff like that. Like this is just more of like, this is what I would like for myself you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also see that people should always be in a constant state of reflection. I, I totally agree. It's just, <laughs> it, I think it just brings it up. Yeah. No, a, it gives, again, it gives, it gives it a reason to bring it up. It's yeah. like, you, everyone's like, okay, this, this past year. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I never really do New Year's resolutions. I did this literally before I came because I wanted to like have something to talk on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, this is stuff I've been thinking about for a while anyway, so, mm-hmm. but I don't have a lot of, like, in-depth, like, I need to work out more, well, or, like... Well, actually, I, I will, since you mentioned that, I will say, I again, I'm not going to really call it a resolution exactly, but I will say I'm trying to get back on my... I can't technically work out for health reasons mm-hmm. still, but um, I'm trying to, while I can't work out, I'm trying to at least... Uh, are there certain workouts you can do or is it just completely cold turkey you can't work out because of your health reasons? It's it's weird because I'm not allowed to do any lifting whatsoever. Okay. Uh, so that takes out a lot. Yeah. And anything that will cause strain to the specific problem, mm. which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, like any, any sort of tensing of anything is going to like not be okay for it. Oh, yeah. And, that eliminates um, push-ups, planks any ab workouts like yeah. I'm, I'm not even doing like so i'm basically like a potato right now <laughs> doing nothing and also eating the shittiest i've ever eaten in like years mm. so like my thing was i'm just trying to like not eat as fucking bad yeah have and a better have a better diet though. i've been kind of okay with that but like i'll have like four days at a time where i'm like great like perfect meals like Nothing wrong with them. Good sizes. And then, like, the next day, I'm like, oh, dude, I just want a burger. I just yeah. want a burger. I want, like... True desires. La- I mean, last night, even though it's technically not, like, that bad, but it still is sort of, like, a cheatish meal. Sushi. Like, I had sushi last night. It's, is it is it cheatish? Yeah. I mean, is it's it- white rice, which is decent amount of car i mean and for the quantities that you have to eat of them for you to be full. Oh, So you're yeah. having a good amount of rice, uh... The fish isn't exactly terrible, but it's also any other things they put onto it. If you add soy sauce, which I do, so it's a lot of sodium. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
It's it's got it's not t- the worst, but like you yeah. know, it's got its like negatives to it. It's not a burger and fries, but it's still gonna you know. Yeah, and speaking of burger and fries, that new place is finally open, and I really want to try it. What is that? The Char Burger. The Char Burger and Creamery. Oh my god, dude! Have you ever just wanted to go to a place just because it has Creamery in the name? No, dude, that sounds amazing. It, I feel like I'm living in the 80s right now. <laughs> <laughs> it took over a TD Bank. It's in a TD Bank. Yeah, and that TD Bank wasn't functioning for years. So who gives a shit? I know, but it's weird. Like, the drive through is where you used to get your money. Apparently, it's like a walk-up, too, because it was... So, they've had... I've been waiting for that place to open for a while, because I saw the signs. It looked fully built, but there was never... There was only, like, one car there, or one or two cars, and I'm ass- assuming it was, like, managers and, like, maybe more construction people or type mm-hmm. uh, things, electricians or whatever. Um, and I drive past it after coming home because I drive past it every day going home from work and there was a crap ton of cars, but like the lights inside still seemed pretty dim. There was no one inside. Um, okay. What it is, is it's a walk by, it's not a drive through. It's a walk by window that's outside. I'm assuming maybe in the in the future it'll be drive through. I don't know, but it's like like people are standing in line at. It's like an when you go to an ice cream place yeah. and you're waiting at the window. It's like that, that's but so for a weird. burger place. And uh, the only shitty thing is I've heard that they haven't been following like guidelines. COVID stuff. Yeah, like the the chefs and cooks and stuff aren't wearing masks or or like they're not following proper procedure shit. That just makes no fucking... Like, why... You open a restaurant in the middle of in COVID. In the worst possible time. Like, not yeah. even, like, before COVID or, like, in the beginning. Like, no, like, now they're opening. Yeah. Like, you didn't even need to adapt your pre-existing restaurant to COVID standards. You built it during COVID. Like, yeah. you could have And you're already it. coming to a start where everyone's going to be like, why the fuck would I eat there if you're not following this shit? Yeah, I mean... It's like you're building the worst reputation right off, right the, off bat. the bat. That's yeah. ridiculous. If you go on there, because they don't have a website, they don't have a phone call, uh, phone number. What? Yeah, that's why I still wasn't sure if it was open. I had to literally go home. Damn, this place is search a mess. It, search it up. No, it's what it is is they're having a soft open. There's no signs. There's nothing. It's just a soft open because I guess they wanted to, like, I don't know, test the waters. Like, I, I really don't know. But when you go on there, on they have reviews still mm. on Google and uh, you know, there's a bunch of one stars because of them not following guidelines. But then there's like other ones of people talking about, oh, okay, but the food was pretty good. And, <laughs> but the chef sneezed. Yeah. It, yeah, and yeah baby, he sneezed all <laughs> over it. Jesus. Um, so it's definitely open mm. and they just aren't telling the public and you can just go there and what do a, it. What but, a bizarre but now I really want to get it, but I'm not going to get it now. <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. I know my sister was really excited about that place. I was so excited. Yeah. And it's run by Char, which is like a pretty expensive steak place. Like, yeah. Like it's a pretty, I guess, like moderately upscale, more upscale place. Yeah. My, uh, my grandpa took me there for my 18th birthday. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you would think a place like that who has some sort of, like, you know, like a a, a different, like a, what's the fucking word I'm looking for here? 
I'm not. I'm not sure, but it, it is. They like have to a, uphold a certain standard that they've set sure. by by their first restaurant. Yeah, it makes everything look bad. Exactly. I mean, it, it makes me like, okay, do I really want to go to Char now? <laughs> like, I just don't. I just don't understand like how hard it is to wear a fucking mask while you work. I'm gonna put. Like, it, you work full. T- you work. I, I don't know. Technically part time, I guess. It's technically part time, but they're like eight hour shifts. Yeah, but you're working. You're working a bunch. Like it's not that hard, I would assume. Yeah, it's not even. I don't. I don't even want to get into it because I'll go on a whole fucking rant about people coming into my work without wearing masks because they think they're above the fucking. I'm, rules of shit. I'm down, dude. I'm um, down. <laughs> Stupid well, fucking contract. <laughs> dude, for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, What I will say is, not that it makes it any better. I'm not really giving them any outs or excuses here. But, like, I can't imagine working in a hot kitchen with yeah. a mask on. That probably sucks. Probably. But also, that's your career. Like, that's the, the field you're in, and you got to... If if you want to continue working it, like that's what you got to do right now. Yeah, out of all the services you can provide, food service is probably the most important to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah, like you're leaning over the food that someone's gonna put into their body. Exactly. I mean, not only that. Think about the atmosphere that they're in too. If it's hot in there, they're probably sweating. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah. All right. Like you gotta. Yeah have some sort of control over like your bodily liquids that come out of you. I know. It's just so ridiculous. I, I don't know if it's because like the kitchens are closed or something like that. Like they're closed off that they think they could just not wear stuff. Like, I don't know. I think people just, I mean, that's might be part of it, honestly, but like, they're probably just like, Oh, you know, like we're, we're making the food. We like, we wash our hands. We follow the same thing. It shouldn't be any, but, like it's, that's not yeah that's the not- proper way to look at it. I like, I just, it pisses me off because, like, my favorite pizza place, the people who work there don't wear anything. Mm-hmm. But they sell masks with their logo on it. I don't know if you noticed this. Really? I don't want to call them out specifically because I hope they do better and I can go back there because their pizza's amazing. Do I know the place? Yeah, by. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. No, I know. I yeah, know. They don't wear any masks. And yep. I'm like, from yeah. the beginning. They've never worn masks, and I've gone in to like check again, essentially, and they like weren't wearing stuff. I just uh, left. yeah, I know they don't. But it's just so disappointing. I'm like, I want you to stay up and running. I, like, I want to support. I, I want to support your business. If your drooly ass nose is getting in all the pizza. <laughs> exactly, dude. And what bothered me the most about it too is that there was like half the staff was wearing a mask, half the staff wasn't wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at least have consistency. Like at least. Like, if you're going to be stupid and make a point of, like, not wearing them, like, you know, have everyone not wear it. <laughs> like, who are you? Pre- like, this person who's making the, uh, you know, the garlic knots is going to infect the garlic knots and then the pizza guy's fine. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> It's just so bizarre. I mean, I it's really, like, that same mentality. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that just, there's a, an insane amount of people that just don't believe in it. I had a guy come into my work with a mask saying, I mean, th- I will say I did laugh at this. It was pretty funny, but like still not like <laughs> a, a little annoying. He was wearing the mask properly too. So I give him that, yeah. but it the mask literally said this, these masks are as useless as our governor. And I was <laughs> like, oh no, shit. Okay. Well, thank you for wearing it. But you know, like you can have the opinion just like, I mean, they're only useless if, 
someone isn't wearing them, right? Um, like the whole point is that it's protecting other people. Yeah, it's not protecting you as much as it's protecting everyone else. Which is why it's such like an insult when someone isn't wearing one to me because like yeah, it's essentially it just saying I don't give a fuck about any of you. Mm-hmm. I'm just care about myself. Well, so okay. I, I feel like we're already too deep. I just got to go into a story now. It's fine. I, I want to talk about that. Um, I, uh, so where I work, they, uh, contractors come in to purchase whatever they'll need. Wood, mm-hmm. you know, all, any of their supplies, plumbing stuff, beans. whatever. Uh, beans. Machine. Ground beans. Um, and. Damn, except before you open it. Thank you. They uh they come in constantly, and this one guy comes in, and what sucks the most about it, which I'll mention before I get into it, is our company doesn't uphold the thing, like the 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 mask rule. They have signs everywhere saying you must wear a mask. They have every everywhere has like literally everything you look at says you must wear a mask and wear it properly and all this shit. Mm-hmm. But we are not allowed to kick them out. So if they come in without one, the most we can do is say, please put a mask on. And they say, fuck you, no. And then we say, okay. As, why? Now, that being said, I do refuse service to anyone who doesn't have one on. So if you come up to me without one, I'm not going to help you. Yeah. But I can guarantee you, no matter what me, what what, what I do with it, all of, none of my coworkers... like. 60% of my coworkers don't give a shit. You're and just protecting yourself. Yeah, which, I, I mean, that's why I'm like, I don't care. Like, look, I'm not going to help you. You can either go see if possibly one of the other people will help you, or you can go to the self thing and do it yourself. Yeah. Um, and and then, you know, cough on the machine. And yeah, make exactly. Make sure that no one else yeah. can use it. Yeah. yeah, make sure that no one can fucking use that. <laughs> Force everyone to wash it every single time someone uses it. So yeah. this guy comes in, and uh, he, I'm, I'm down at the contractor area because there's like a few areas that you can go to, and there's one sp- uh, particular place that m- the majority of contractors come because that's where all the lumber is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm down there. And I'm with uh, me and another person that's working down there. And he goes to her to check out. And she refuses. He's not wearing a mask. She said, hey, you know, can you put on a mask? He said, he's like, no, I, I, uh, like, I, I don't have a mask. And she's like, well, we have some here I can give you. He's like, no, it's fine. I'm already here. Like, it, I'm, can you just check me out? He's like, well, I'm not going to check you out. You can either, you can just go to self if you want to be checked out. Uh, and so he then picks up his shit angrily, walks across the, like, we're literally like maybe 10, like 15 feet apart, like, like, uh, parallel to each other Mm -hmm. on the registers. He then walks across to me, puts his stuff down. I say, Hey sir, do you have a mask? Knowing damn well, he doesn't have one. Cause I heard the whole conversation, but he's like, no, he's like, I don't, I don't have one. Like, well, can you uh, go put one on and I can help you. He's like, no, I, I, my doctor said I'm not allowed to. I'm like, I've never heard that in my life. Not even if I've, <laughs> I've had that come, like, come across before with like a pregnant woman too. And I'm like, one, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't give a fuck what this makes me look like. There is nothing about being pregnant that would prevent you from wearing a mask. Yeah. That doesn't make you. It doesn't sound restrict like your breathing. It doesn't do anything. The only time that I will 
remotely agree to the fact that a health condition stops you from wearing a mask is uh, severe breathing problems. And if that's the case, that's why curbside pickup exists. Yeah. So you don't have to come in. And that's it. And so he comes to me, he's like, really, you're not going to help me? And I'm like, no, I have the right to refuse service to anyone who's not wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask and refusing to wear one. He's like, well, my doctor said, I'm like, look, sir, I don't care what your reason is. Even if it's bullshit like that, like that's not a thing. Yeah. You can go to another person and see if they'll help you out or you can check yourself out. And then, you know, curses me off, fucking leaves out the other way. I'm assuming he got a shit because again, I know plenty of my other coworkers that just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I deal with that probably on a daily. That's ridiculous, dude. It's so fucking stupid. I mean, it's just, like I went to, I was with um, Ani and Perry, and we went to go like get a part for their car. Mm-hmm. And we were in this like, you know, I don't even know what it's called. Like a car parts store. Like an auto body. Auto body place. I don't know. I'm the worst person to talk about it, but... There was a guy behind us directly, like directly behind us, like between the distance that we are right now, which is like three feet, if not less. Mm-hmm. He was right behind us. And as he's right behind us, he takes off his mask. And I just looked at him and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then I just like he walked off and like got into his like diesel truck and, you know, smoke yeah, came out of that's it. That's what they all drive. Left. They <laughs> all drive the diesel trucks. Yeah. He was just like, you know. The the worst, one of the worst human beings I've ever seen. But, like, it just makes no sense to me. I'm like, is it that hard? Like, he had it on him. Like, yeah. at least get away from people oh. before you take it off. I'm fine with you being outside and not wearing a mask mm-hmm. if you're socially distant. But, you know, I, it just... That's how it is. At my, at my work, they'll come in. Some people will come in with a mask on and then take it off, like, whatever part way through the store. And then put it on right before they leave again or something like that. I it's I can go on and on about these fucking stories that'll just go way too long, but it's yeah. ridiculous and it's going to be it's going to be very strange when we don't have to wear them anymore. It is. Yeah. I don't know I'm actually was thinking about that like when do you think that would be? Like it's like even if know. let's say we have let's say every single person in the world has a vaccine. Like there, there's enough vaccines for everyone. Everyone's got one. It's, it works. It's proven. Everything's good. Yeah. Like even after then, I still don't think it'll go away that as quickly as we think. I still think it'll take time after that. Like, yeah, like it's still spreading. It's just people are able to resist the, you know, the effects of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's going to be up to like personal, uh, opinion at that point. Well, personal opinion, but also it'll be, uh, it's still government mandated. Like it'll still be, yeah, you know, it, it'll still, it's still, even if the government says, Hey, you know, you don't have to anymore. It could also still be, uh, company based for stores or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, they, it, it'll, it'll be put into the public's hand as to what they do once it's finally like gone, gone. Yeah. So, like, who knows? Yeah, it's going to be such a weird time. I mean, it already is a weird time, but <laughs> I don't know. Looking back on this, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, then there was the transition back to normalcy. But right now, it's like we're still in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Crazy. Um, Mike? Yes. I have a story that I found that I thought was insane. Okay. 
so I found this story on uh, the uh, worldwide best information site, Daily Mail. <laughs> <laughs> the same place you can find your free celebrity porn. Yes. Um, so it's a rare genetic condition where this family doesn't have fingerprints. Oh, okay. Let me see this real quick. Yeah, zoom in on that. That's weird. And why? <laughs> I don't, and I've never heard of this. Look at these guys, though. <laughs> they look so happy. They look so, like... Can't be identified. They look so happy. I, yeah. <laughs> Commit crimes all they want. No one's going to catch them. Wow. What? Yeah. Did they have more information about? What, yeah, what? I'm. Uh, I'm actually going to bring it up. That was just a screenshot I took because I'm a lazy bitch and I don't. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> find it fast enough. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, like, I want to know what percentage of people that affects. Like, that's crazy. You could literally, uh, do anything. <laughs> like, like, you're not. You can't be put into a database except like maybe by blood type or like blood testing yeah then you can have like a copy of your dna as your as your identification or something like that i guess i really don't know because it even said on the article that it like makes it nearly impossible for them to be identified so here, here it is uh a bangladeshi family that have no fingerprints due to a rare genetic mutation have severe problems proving their identity they wow. can't even prove who they are this actually interferes with their day-to-day I doubt it would be their day to day, but I'm sure, like, let's say if they're traveling somewhere. I, oh, I mean, right. I, I, I don't know if they do. You need to stamp your finger for international flights and stuff like that. No, but I'm sure there's here. Let 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 me let me read. I've on. never flown internationally, so I don't know. Uh, Apu Sarkar, 22, and the men in his family share the condition which leaves the pads of their fingers smooth and devoured of the unique ridges that make up fingerprints. Uh, where having no fingerprints caused few problems for Sarker's grandfather, the same can't be said for the current family. Uh, fingerprints are used for everything from passing through airports, okay, so yeah, mm. uh, to opening smartphones. They can't even, wow. they, they can't use the finger scan. Well, that, now we got face scan, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Bangladesh is up to date with that, but we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, that's, that's amazing. I think they're going back to the finger scan too. So are they know. really? I think uh, they might add something. Providing fingerprints is also necessary to step in applying for national ID cards, passports, and driver's license. Wow. So, so was the Bangladesh government worried that these people are like spies or something and they burned off their fingerprints. So they're like, Oh no. Well, they, even if you burn off your fingerprints, they eventually heal. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I'm not even sure. I don't know. I don't know Can enough you? about <laughs> fingerprints. I, also, I would what, think so. Are fingerprints just like to make your hands grippy? <laughs> uh, they just make your hands all, all nice and, and nice? I think it's like a, I think it's a uh, friction thing, like for gripping. So these guys must have the smoothest hands in uh, the world. Let's see. 
Pretty much any cut or burn that goes deeper than the outer layer of the skin can affect the fingerprint pattern in a permanent way. Yeah, so that would permanently get rid of that. So I think that I probably have all... My but, fingerprints are probably not the same as a kid because I've cut up my yeah. fingers a lot. Uh, it says, but even with permanent scarring, the new scar becomes a unique aspect of that person's fingerprint. Yeah. Huh. But but if but would I be matched with my original one if I've had a lot of like cuts? I'm sure because I'm sure the cut like like let's like based off what it's saying here, I mean it's gotta be worse enough where it would be visible. Right. So if it's visible on the scan, it'll I'm pretty sure you can match up the remainder of it that does match mm. and then look at it and be like, okay, that is just you know, and like It'll be, it's, I think the difference is it's going to be different than a completely different fingerprint, right? Like gotcha. if, if mine and your fingerprints were together, that would be very different than yours. And let's say a scarred version of your fingerprint. Cause you could see the scarring yeah. of whatever that was and then match up the remainder of the fingerprint. It's similar enough. Yeah. Where are our fingerprints being held in the database? Do you think? Where do you think all these fingerprints are? I mean, that's definitely how many, records. how many, how many, but files do they have? What is in my file? I want to know. Is it just like my name? I will say if you haven't committed a crime, I'm pretty sure you, cause like, uh, if you, if you're not in the crime database, they don't have your, they don't have anything on you. So like there are countless crimes that have been committed where, you know, they went after the victim and they searched, like, let's say they had DNA and they tested the DNA through their database. That It won't show up if, they, if they've never committed a crime. Interesting. So it's only in their database if you've committed a crime and had your fingerprint taken or DNA yeah. taken or whatever. So let's say I successfully rob a house, but I'm caught by the police. They'll take and it's my your first offense. They'll take my fingerprint. They, I mean, if, yeah, they take your fingerprint. And then if I go... And let's say I kill somebody because they then that stole the money from me that from, I stole from, from the, the house. account that your your grandfather left you, and you're like they, fuck, and and it's like taken, but with money. But if I die too, then they'll say, "Oh, here's his fingerprint," and then they'll know it's me. <laughs> like, look, we got a winner. <laughs> and, winner. <laughs> that's so interesting. Like, it seems like such a non-problem to uh, not have fingerprints. But yeah, imagine how inconvenient that would be. Yeah. Um, Are they just like the smoothest hands? That's what I would think, man. I want to touch those hands. Damn. I want to put finger to finger and see how that feels. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make a song. Touch finger to finger and have some time. That silky smooth finger. Like polished stone. It's going to be all mine. Oh my God. It's like polished stone, Ben more smooth than that um i i so it actually makes me think a lot of the uh i watch a lot uh, oh i watch a lot of law and order svu yes you do the best law and why order. do i always forget that you do that dude it's been a while since i watched it but i'm pretty sure it's on like hbo or hulu one of those but yeah. it's so good i think it's hulu so i always good. forget that you're like a, such a big fan Love Detective Stabler. <laughs> um, and they had one series of episodes. Sometimes they have, like, m- most of it is, like, I don't want to say anthologies, but it's always new cases with the same crew. And then small bits and pieces of their personal life is what connects into a larger story. But it's not, like, 
the majority of the time it's just kind of the individual cases and then they build on maybe a half a second of someone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally they'll have stories that are like long and go on for like multiple episodes and actually reoccur even later seasons. It happened. It was, it's probably my two favorite episodes of the entire show. Like I've watched this, these two episodes so many times. Mm-hmm. It's an episode where this like psychopath who he worked, he, he it starts off with him uh, working in some sort of kitchen at a restaurant and he's a bus boy with uh, this other guy and oh no uh i believe the one guy lived in a halfway house and he was like kind of like on his own whatever he comes back and he's like okay i'm i'm heading i'm i'm leaving for the day and the guy's like well no like we got all these dishes to do like you're supposed to help me you're not supposed to leave until like another hour or so and you know they get into this little altercation and the the psychopath guy uh like takes his hand and shoves it like onto the grill, onto the burning grill as like a threat saying like, are you going to do the dishes? Like leave me alone or whatever. And then throws him off. And he's like, dude, you're crazy. Like what's wrong with you? And then the guy to himself puts all 10 of his fingers on the grill and just like leaves them on there. And like, looks at the guys like pain is just a figment of your imagination or some shit. Like he's like, pain isn't real. It's only as painful as you want it to be and shit like that. And then he lifts it off and Later on in that beginning of the episode, he like shows like his dick to some girls in the park or whatever. And so they go after the guy, but he runs away. He gets away. It basically ensues into this whole predator thing where uh, one of the witnesses that was taking pictures there that caught him on camera, he goes to her house and rapes and tortures her for like a few days and like... Then he he uh, abducts one of the detectives on the case, uh, and does that to her, the same thing to her, and they can't find him because he burned off his fingerprints. Like he can't, he's not traceable from mm-hmm. his fingerprints because they do catch him one point before all of that, but they have to let him go because they have no evidence other than the DNA that, or not DNA, but they couldn't run his fingers through a thing to see if he was charged for anything previously. And since they didn't have as much evidence, they had to let him go. And then he did all those other crimes. Damn. Eventually they catch him and it goes through this whole thing. But like, just like the thought of like not having fingerprints, like how crucial of a thing that is. And now nowadays. Yeah. I feel like there's also, I feel like the foil to that is probably just video. I mean, you're, if you're in a city, like I assume this is New York city because it's law and order. Yeah. But, you know, like right now you're being filmed 24-7 just because of the security cameras at every building, you know, so there is a little bit more leeway. Here, listen to this. Um, For this family, a fear of problems at the airport have prevented him from ever using the passport and a driver's license remains out of reach. Uh, Despite Amal having paid the fee and passed the exam required to obtain one, Authorities refused to issue the license due to his lack of fingerprints. Uh, he told BBC that he carries proof he paid the fee with him, but has been fined twice after being sought by police who couldn't understand his predicament even after he showed them his hands by by way of explanation. That's crazy. Dude, he's literally been fined over not having fingerprints. 
yeah. twice. That's insane. That's wild. What is the what is the like fix to that? Do you like make fingerprints? Yeah, I th- honestly, I think they could. I mean, I'm sure it would be mad expensive, but I'm sure you could get like custom, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can get custom fingerprints. And just yeah. Put... Actually, no, that definitely. I mean, it's okay. I I take it back. It's definitely possible, but I feel like there are so many legal things with that. Like you would have to literally come up with a fingerprint that because everyone's fingerprints are their own. So if you make one from scratch, who's to say that that doesn't end up being someone else's fingerprint? Mine's lame, dude. My fingerprint's lame. I can barely see my lines. Yeah. My finger lines. Yeah, let's take a moment and everyone just look at your finger everyone lines, take please. take a moment to look at your finger. I'm sorry, I know this isn't interesting to anyone, but I'm just interested. I don't really no, no. think everyone, about my finger Everyone prints. shut up. And look at your finger. I'm gonna get the fuck off of this podcast and look at your fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> look at your hands right now, <laughs> Ben. Yeah. Do you um think that I should make custom condom wrappers? I think you should make custom condoms. Period. But as we lamb all know, skin, as we all know that if you hit <laughs> lamb skin. <laughs> That is not what I thought. That's what say. you need in this world. Those are durable ones, you know. Lamb skin. Do you have to use those if you have a latex allergy? I th- no. They make latex-free condoms. The majority of things are latex-free nowadays because it's yeah. Because I it's think a- just easier to market that you don't have to say yeah latex-free is Trojan latex-free. I don't know. You want to use one any? Want to go what buy brand a condom of, right now? With what me? brand of condoms do you use, Ben? I don't. I have only ever used Trojan. I, this is not a sponsor. We're not sponsored. I mean, like, I'd be down to get sponsored by a condom company. I'll go with Trojan. I think that, like, the this is a long con, okay? Yeah. This is what I'm really looking for. If we get sponsored by Trojan Trojan or some other company to... Definitely not Magnum. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, know. Even if they come up to us, I wouldn't take it. We're not, yeah, I mean, we, we can't. I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. I don't think I can handle <laughs> I can't I can't handle that. That's too much condom for <laughs> one man. <laughs> Could you imagine if we were sponsored by Magnum condoms? I mean, I to be honest, just for the sake that'd of be so how funny, funny it would be, that'd be great. So funny. But okay, this is a long con, dude. If we get sponsored by them, they'll send us free condoms, free t shirts. We can have our own line of who are you looking at condoms? And it would not only... Don't look at my penis. <laughs> Who are you looking at? <laughs> you cover yourself up right now. Who are you looking at? <laughs> Who are you looking at? Not my dick. <laughs> not my unwrapped dick. Yeah. Um. We'll do We'll do commercials for him. But like what I'm saying is the... the Could you imagine us doing commercial for, for dude, condoms, dude? Dude, if I could see the two of our faces at a Trojan commercial... <laughs> I would, I would love. Okay, here's what I would want the commercial to be. Right, I would want it to be Trojans. They have a lot of fun with their commercials. I would love it to be, you know, a, a hot date on the town with this two young, this this nice young couple. They're coming back. It's us. No. Oh shit. Never mind. It's not us. Sorry. Wait, wait. We're, we're, our cue is is not there yet. Right. Damn. It's tight shots the whole time. They come in. They burst through the door. They're already mm. undressed and they're going to the door. The, the bedroom. The they leave the door open. They don't give a shit. The dog's looking through the door, but it's okay because they're about to go to Poontown. Air's flowing through the wind. All right. <laughs> Underwear's it's, on it's the It's like chandelier. a Marilyn Monroe <laughs> subway grate going up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
um, <laughs> they, they go into the bed and they're under the sheets. And then the, then the camera starts, starts, uh, uh, dolly, uh, dolly in back. Right. And the camera's pushing back. It's going back further and further. And then into frame is you and I on either side of the bed. <laughs> Holding, <laughs> condoms. Holding condoms. You better wear this, you son of a bitch. I want a metal tray with just a singular condom and I lift the top up. <laughs> <laughs> Be safe. Don't get STIs. Here you go. And you're welcome. No infections for you. Now we will remain in here for video consent. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, dude. ST, uh, STI tests are expensive. You don't want them. Wear a condom. Plan B is also expensive. You don't want that. No, sir. Everything's expensive when you're not wearing a condom. <laughs> Just pay $2 for a goddamn condom. Everything's except, expensive except for Trojan condoms. You know what's what I like about Trojan condoms, Mike? What do you like about them? Oh, they're slippery smooth and nice. For- <laughs> Are you a fan of ribbed? Uh, I, I don't think that affects me. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't think that would affect any of us. Yeah, it wouldn't. Um, Unless it was like on the inside, too. I don't think I'd like that. Nah, I don't think that'd be I too feel much. like that'd be too that'd <laughs> too, be too much. much. The classic is the only way to go. It'd be a little too much. I do like the um I like the idea of it, but I don't think it works. If I'm, if I'm being honest. Um I like the idea <laughs> simply for the fact that I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. I also don't think like <laughs> just like I feel like I would be like on the inside of a lizard's mouth, you know? Oh. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> Like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like good imagery. Good imagery. I I understood that. Yeah. And I don't know why. I feel like that's a very common understanding that you don't want to be inside a lizard's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, dude. Oh man, this is going so far off. <laughs> man, we're ending. We're ending with a bang. Oh god, damn. We're ending with a bang, bang. Mike. I'm really glad that was a nice way to. That was a nice way to end that. Yeah, guys, be safe. You know, I know it's the new year. I know you want to get, get wrap your tool. I know you want to wrap your tool. Smooch your friends. Be a fool, but still wrap your tool. Yeah. Have a fun time, guys. You you could do you could do your best time. Do your thing.